Welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you're joining us today. We hope that this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. Good morning, Cork Church. Praise God. It's, it's, it's great to be here with you this morning. And God is good. Amen? And you know, I was so encouraged uh, hearing those testimonies about the baptisms. You know, Jesus is still the answer, friends. Amen? The gospel is still the power of God unto salvation for those who believe. Let us never forget that, friends. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I want to bring you a warm welcome from Monaghan. Uh, our church family are tuning in today. Uh, they, they thought they were getting away from me, but I said, no, you got to tune in. <laughs> and, um, but praise God, a big hello to everyone up in Monaghan. And we're so encouraged by what God is doing. And praise God. What I want to share this morning with you, what God laid in my heart, comes from the Old Testament. So if you could turn with me, please, to the book of Habakkuk. And we'll go to chapter 3. And I'll read from verse 16 to verse 19. That's Habakkuk chapter 3, and we'll read from verse 16 to 19. This is God's word to us. I hear, and my body trembles. My lips quiver at the sound. Rottenness enters into my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. Yet I will quietly wait for the day of trouble to come upon the people who invade us. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, and the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yields no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on the high places to the choir master with stringed instruments. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we, we come before you this morning and we want to thank you for what we've experienced so far. You're so good to us. And we thank you that you want to bless us this morning. You care deeply for each person here and those listening. You're concerned about every aspect of our life. And we thank you for that. Lord God, I ask that by your Holy Spirit, you would speak in and through me. You would give people ears to hear. Lord, we all want to be challenged. But Father, we need to be changed. And this morning I pray, oh God, that you would change us. That we would know Jesus more. That we would magnify his name more. May you get all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So the title of of the message, what God has put in my heart, is this. God is always in control. God is always in control. It it was interesting because I was was being drawn to Philippians chapter 4. And I, was, and I was seeking God in this passage, and I couldn't get it out of my head and my heart. And the longer I spelled in Philippians, God started drawing me into Habakkuk, because there's a parallel truth here about the Lord being our strength, that Jesus Christ is our strength. Amen? 
And I was saying, Lord, I don't want to stand up here and say, I'm not sure of the title of this message. Please, Lord, I, I see it in the text. And, and it's amazing. My, my humanity, my weakness came out when I want to say, God is still in control. And the Lord corrected me. And he said, no, I'm always in control. And, and I want you to know that God is always in control. Praise God. Praise God. Now, I, I knew it was Baptism Sunday, and I was seeking God about that. And I said, Lord, I'm so encouraged for these people that have placed their trust in Jesus Christ, that the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ is still available today, and God is moving in people's lives. And, you know, 18 months ago, maybe two years ago, if anybody had mentioned COVID-19, nobody would have believed we would have gone in this direction, and that churches would have been shut down. And, and, and there's this sense that happens, and it's happened in me, it's happened in many other people that, you know, if churches are shut down, if, if these things are happening, you know, does that mean the gospel's not going to go forth? You know, is, is God in lockdown? No. God is always in control. The pandemic didn't catch God out. And the gospel is still going forward, and, and we're a testimony to that today here at this church, because there's people who've placed their trust in Jesus Christ, who want to go through the waters of baptism, because God is in control. Amen? And so, I don't know what you're facing this morning. I don't know what circumstances that are coming against you this morning. You can have joy in the storm. You can be rejoicing in the Lord when the world is falling down around you. And, th and that's what I want to look at. Habakkuk, <laughs> when you do a bit of digging into this guy's background, he's a strange type of a prophet because this letter isn't as much God speaking to him so he brings it to the people. Habakkuk's about a journey of this prophet and he sees God bring judgment and God bring you know, challenges against God's people and he struggles with it. The world is changing around him and he's like, what is going on, God? The wicked seem to be in charge. There's no goodness happening. And he struggled with that. You know, it wasn't long after I was saved when, you know, I, I came out of that honeymoon period as such as a Christian. I started to see, more than anything, my own sin in my own life. And I went, Lord, how is it that I'm like this? And God, by his grace, would show me in the word of God, Paul, this is the path I want you to walk on. My plan is perfect. You just follow my plan and everything will be okay. And day by day, that's what I did. But I still had questions. And what was happening to our prophet here, sorry, Habakkuk, what was happening to him was this. God was, you know, God was bringing judgment against the people. And the form of judgment, he was allowing an army come in, the Chaldeans. And they would really, really go hard against God's people. Because God's people had kind of, you know, lost their way. And he was saying, Lord, how can you allow this happen? Things have gone from bad to worse. And he was allowing the circumstances of what was happening in a fallen world rob him of the joy of knowing that God is in control. And every day that we wake up, we live in a fallen world. And the circumstances that we face can rob us all of the joy of the Lord. And we need to learn from Scripture and what Habakkuk done and what the Apostle Paul did as well. And Paul in his letters to the Church of, the Philippian, uh, the Church of Philippians tells them, listen, I've learned, I've learned, God has taught me many, many things. 
And in Philippians chapter 4, he says this. He says, I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can, all, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So Paul was facing the challenges of a fallen world. Habakkuk is facing the challenges of a fallen world. And guess what? You're facing the challenges of a fallen world. But you've got to keep your eyes on the Lord. And God is still sovereign no matter what happens. God is still sovereign. Do you see, I did this, and I want you to learn from me. The Apostle Paul did this, and, and he had learned from God, maybe from this letter in Habakkuk. This is, this is what you do. So my problem was this. I was, my joy was based on my circumstances. If things were going well, Paul Hackett was happy. But when things went bad, Paul Hackett was unhappy. And I was like a yo-yo. I was up and down. So if you met Paul Hackett in church on a Sunday when there was money in the bank <laughs> and there was fuel in the car and I could pay my bills, Paul Hackett was rejoicing. But if you met Paul Hackett on a Sunday where there was no money in the bank or something had gone wrong, I found it very hard to rejoice because my eyes were fixed in the wrong place. And what we need to learn, we need to be very, very careful with this, is that God is never out of control. His plan is perfect. He is redeeming a people for himself and nothing can stop that. Nothing. The rock won't move. Amen. And and we can go out and share the gospel. Pastor Nick talked to this morning when we talk about Jesus. We see the horns come out in people's heads. And we think, oh my dear. Listen, God is still in control whether the horns come out with our head or not. You just keep sharing the gospel. And, and people will get saved. We're just called to be faithful. Not successful, not popular. Faithful. We will get saved. So Habakkuk is in this situation. And the Apostle Paul was as well. Habakkuk has an army coming in. He's thinking to himself, this is not looking good. The Apostle Paul, when he wrote Philippians, by the way, wasn't from a villa in Rome. It was from a prison. And you would think, this guy's not happy. I don't want a letter from him. He writes one of the most amazing letters to the church. And and he's going, no. Me being in prison, God knows all about it. Because it's all about the gospel. It's all about Jesus. The circumstances don't affect God. I can end up in prison. That's the door. I'll walk through it. I can end up, you know, anywhere. But God will still work in and through me to fulfill his will. His plan won't fail. Amen? So they both use this word about rejoicing. Paul says to the church, he says it many times in the letter, but particularly in in chapter 4, he says this, rejoice in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. And Habakkuk says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. Do you see, God responds to Habakkuk because Habakkuk walked and talked with God. He wasn't a distant learner. (laughs) He walked and he talked with God every day. And, And God's okay with us asking him questions. Lord, why is this happening? Like, why is sickness come into our home? Why are people railing against us? And, and God wants to speak into your heart and say this, listen, trust me, I've got this all under control. My plan will not fail. I want you to focus on what I have said. And, and God spoke into Habakkuk's life and, and, and told him, revealed to him that there's an answer and his name is Jesus. It's someone beyond ourselves we look to, friends, is where we find joy. We look to the cross 
and the victory. If you look at yourself and the circumstances, you're always going to find fault and you're always going to be disappointed. But if you look to Jesus Christ, if you look to the victory of Calvary, if you know that he lives to make intercession for you, that he's with you every step of the way, you will have a joy, a joy that's unspeakable. And, and that's what God did with Habakkuk. He, he encouraged him. God is always in control. And he says this, verse 19, God the Lord is my strength. How did he know the Lord was his strength? Because he spent time with God. God reminded him, I created all things. I can do all things. I will keep all things. I'm bringing this judgment against this people, but everything will be all right. And so he went from a place of saying this, though the fig tree should not blossom, nor the fruit be on the vines. In other words, the presses are empty, the banks are empty. There's nobody coming along to the things that we're organizing. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation, for God the Lord is my strength. And Paul says a similar thing. Though I'm in prison, <laughs> though it looks in a bad way, I'm rejoicing in the Lord because I've learned. I've learned by walking with God, by spending time with Jesus, that I can handle any situation that life throws at me because he is my strength. Praise God. So this morning, Christian, the Lord is your strength. You can handle any situation that God throws at you. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. I believe in the sovereignty of God. I believe in it. And for a while there, I'll be honest with you, for a while there, with lockdown after lockdown and sickness came into our house and all sorts of things, my knees shook. <laughs> the ground shook beneath my feet. But God is so good. He is so good. He knows when we're weak because he makes us strong. And he came around us like never before and he embraced us and he explained to us, it's going to be okay because I'm always in control. Paul, you will thrive with me. You'll never starve spiritually, physically, or any way. You will thrive with me. I am your strength. You've placed your trust in me. I will finish the work I've started in your life. Amen? Praise God. So no matter what it looks like, no matter what the circumstances look like, don't allow your circumstances be the place where you place your eyes. Keep them on Jesus. And, and as, you, as you walk through Paul's letters in the New Testament, you'll see in more places, look to the things above, not the things below. L keep looking onto Jesus. Keep looking onto Jesus. There's no other name. In Colossians, you know, I was just studying this for myself recently. And Paul says this, him we proclaim. We've no one else to proclaim. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. So I want you to know that God loves you and he cares for you. And I want you to know this, that every step of the way, the Lord is with you. Every step of the way. There's not a place God isn't. And he cares for you. And he, Jesus is interceding for you. I was saying, Lord, how can I get this as crossed as best I can? We, when we place our trust in Jesus Christ, when we're born again of the Spirit of God... It's not game over and wait till you get to heaven. It's new and it's new every day and his grace is poured out upon you every day and he wants you to grow. And we leave our houses, we go out, pandemics come into the world, you know, sickness comes into the house, we 
people who are horrible to us in work, when we're trying to witness to them, when we try and do our best to witness to people, all this can happen. But that's because it's a fallen world. And God knows that. But we're part of a greater kingdom. And we're part of the body of Christ. You're the bride of Christ. You're the children of God. And God wants you to know that I'm your strength. No matter what it looks like, I'm in control. And it's going to finish well for you and me. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, when you start to look through uh, Paul's letters, you really do see over and over. I'm a bit slow sometimes. And I'm saying, Lord, all I can just see over and over, you're saying to me that I love you and I care for you. And nothing will separate you from that love, Paul. I'm going to be with you all the time in every place I go and everything I do. Praise God. Now, I want to share just a wee illustration about when we take hold of this, the change that comes into our life. You know, the new covenant truth has been an important part of me growing as a Christian. That's the truth. And Christ being the head and we being part of the body. The Lord will never <laughs> not look after a part of his body. We, we get fed. We get built up. And if we walk down a road we shouldn't, the Lord has plenty of signposts to say, one-way street, turn around and go back. He, he never leaves us nor forsakes us. He's with us every step of the way. The night myself and Maura, you know, put our trust in the Lord. We, you know, different people got saved at that occasion. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, I had a desire for the things of God. I'd, I, I couldn't put down the Bible, and I, and I was so thankful for that. But there was a few other people I knew who had put their trust in the Lord, and they didn't go on with the Lord. And I was thinking, what on earth has happened to them? And I was thinking, you know, did they, like, was it a false profession? I hate using that phrase, right? Did they not understand that? What, what, what happened? What happened to these people? And there's a guy I know who has struggled with his walk day in and day out. And there recently, he's grabbed hold of this in such a great way. And people had given up on him. People had said, you know, this guy is nowhere. He'll never go on for God. But I tell you now, if I could only bring him here and show you, he is on fire for God. God never gave up on him. He might have walked down many of the wrong roads, but the Lord never gave up on him. He never stopped loving this man. And I, I always, I, I just believe this in my heart this morning, whether you're watching live or somebody here, that you might have gone down the wrong road. You might have put your trust in Jesus Christ. You might have even been baptized at some stage, but you might feel like I've fallen away and I don't have that zeal or that passion. Can I say this to you this morning? The Lord loves you. He cares for you. And maybe it's circumstances that have come against you like Habakkuk or, or Paul. And the, the Apostle Paul had to learn this. We certainly do. He walked with the Lord. He spent time with the Lord. And, and that's my advice to you. This man tried everything. And the simplest advice I could give him was this. Just walk with God each day and start talking to him. And just say, Lord, this has gone wrong in my life. I, 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 I love you, Lord. 
I care about you. When I pick up the Bible, I, I don't know where to even start. I don't have the desire that other person has. Just keep doing that every day. And he started to hear the voice of God. He started to have a passion for prayer. He started to share with me the different sermons he was listening to. He started to say, and, I, and, and this was a man who would have been, we're doomed. Everything's going wrong. And now he is this, I don't care what's happening. God is in control. Praise God. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. When I'm in my workplace, I don't care how horrible to me, I'm going to say thank you very much. Praise God. I'm here to serve you. What can I do for you? And he said, because the Lord is working in and through him. The Lord is strengthening him for any situation. He's not focused on the circumstances anymore. He's not allowed the circumstances dictate his life. He's allowed Jesus Christ work in him, work through him, and being a bright light. Praise God. So friends, pandemics come and go. Wars come and go. The world changes, but God doesn't. The gospel is still the power of God unto salvation. And when you place your trust in Jesus Christ, he holds on to you and never lets you go. There might be some wrong roads you'll walk down, but I'll tell you what, he lovingly, lovingly will say, come back. I'm here for you. I love you. His mercy, his love, his grace is available. Just keep speaking with him and keep loving him. Praise God. Praise God. So friends, I just want to close. It's what God laid in my heart. And it's, it's something I'm, I'm walking through myself. Is that no matter what faces me each day, I don't care what it is. When my feet touch that floor, when my eyes open, I turn to God and say, thank you. You are in control. <laughs> the kids might be out of control. The world might be out of control. But you're in control. And that's who I'm walking with each day. And he strengthens me. And it's amazing. It is amazing as you walk and talk with the Lord how you change. And friends, please, my encouragement to you is this. Pray and say, God, I know you're in control. You know, confess it out loud. You're in control of my life. Jesus, you are the rock that will not move. You are in control of everything. No matter what it looks like, it's a fallen world. It's going to keep falling. But I know you're in control and you won't let me fall. Praise God. Jesus Christ is enough, friends. The sufficiency of Christ. He is and always will be in control. Amen and amen. Pastor Nick, I'll hand back over to you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website. It's www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time.